Welcome to Bear Reviews, where we talk business. Hello there, everyone. Hello, everyone. My name is Christo for, and my name's Sean, and, and we're, we're here, here with to read or not to read, but Bear Reviews on Bear Reviews. Oh yeah. All right. So, Chris, what book do we have this week? I'm super excited. I mean, I'm always excited, but you know, this ha- this is how we're doing it. Uh, Millionaire Next Door. That's what it is. Wow, that's an exciting book. I actually just finished reading this one. Oh, really? And it really just opened my eyes. I read this a couple years ago. I figured you would have. Yes. So this is by uh, Thomas Stanley and William Donko. Both have their PhDs, in case you're wondering. They're, like, super smart people. (laughs) All right. Edumacated. And this book was written way back. Like, way back in 1996. Yeah. That's so long ago. So, and basically what they were trying to figure out is the secrets of America's wealth. Yeah. You know, who's actually rich? How are they rich? What do they do differently than the average person or the people that you actually think are rich? Also, like, what defines being rich? I mean, that kind of jumps to our first lesson of this book. Yeah, so our first lesson is how much you make does not equal what your wealth is. Exactly. All right. So there's high income households, mm-hmm. middle income, low income. Yeah. But the size of the paycheck does not explain how much wealth they have. Yeah. So you might say, well, these high income households live in a really, really uh, big house and they're super nice fancy area. and stuff, yeah. big car. But all that stuff costs money. Costs a lot of money. And their actual wealth is really low. I mean, they have nothing saved up, you know? How are they supposed to retire? What wealth is is really what you invest out of your your income. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, on average, millionaires invest nearly 20% of their income. I mean, we're not saying that if you're like of lower income you should invest 20%. I mean, it's a goal to strive for, but if you need that money uh, to live to afford your house, yeah, you just got to like how, no matter how much you make, you gotta try and save as much as you can. Exactly. Especially early on in your career. And I mean, you shouldn't you shouldn't be saving after you spend. You should be spending after you save. Yes. Have a budget. Rule number one: pay yourself first. Exactly. All right. I mean, that works into our second lesson, Sean. You know, work on a budget. Create exactly. one. Exactly. So, most of the millionaires that they talked about in the <laughs> book have a budget they do all right and they actually live by the words pay yourself first yes this is actually common advice that i get told all the time by uh, everyone my my mentors all that even even as a business you pay yourself first exactly you know gotta stop saying you know yeah we do yeah it's so it's that time of the year you gotta say you know (laughs) so once once you're budgeting, you want to visualize a long-term goal. Yep. All right. And as as you begin, it's a little rough at first, but then you'll really appreciate it yep. years down the road when you have a big chunk of money. I mean, to do it. The thing is like live below your means. I mean, just cuz you can afford like this super nice car doesn't mean you got to buy it. Yeah, because they interviewed like doctors that are making hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yep. And these people 
just had no monies save for retirement. They were pretty much broke, living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. You know, how are you going to live paycheck to paycheck when you're making that much money? Exactly. You know, I mean, you, f- you think you would be able to slip like a, a hundred grand away a year at least. <laughs> Come on, guys. I don't know. Come that, on. That's a lot of money. I mean, if you're only if making... you're making seven hundred thousand. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, I would definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. But I mean, you it's know? also it's like the, all these doctors, they are making all this money, and then they go to live these super expensive houses that they really can't afford because they think they have to look the part. Exactly. You know, it's all good li- looking the part, but you don't gotta like throw all your money out the window. Uh, and Sean, that leads us to our third lesson: <laughs> know yeah. where your money go. Exactly. Goes. All right. Goes. goes. Yes. <laughs> However you want to say it. All right. Every time that money comes in, you got to know where you're allocating it to go to. Yeah. How yep. much are you spending on your food, clothing, shelter? Yep. Water. All the essentials. And you want to you wanna save that money, but you also want to... And then see what you're spending on your other income, like on entertainment. Yep. You know? And cut back a little bit if you can. Yeah. Cut back. Cut back. Everyone. Cut it. You know, this country's got too much debt because no one's paying attention where their money's going. I, I heard, like, a shocking fact. What's that fact? You know, more millennials are dealing with crazy amounts of debt than ever. I, I guess to, I shouldn't say millennials, but more young people. Is have, that because of uh, student loan debt? They say it's partially to student loan debt and um, less people. They're not investing in um, as much stuff, so... It's kind of their money is going right out the door. They're living paycheck to paycheck. Probably because they don't know where their money goes. Exactly. Got to know where it go. Also, if you, like the young people, if you save for like your child's education or something, yeah, you'll be helping them out a whole bunch. Yes. All right. Start early. Compound interest. Yeah. As soon as they're born, just put a put a little bit of money in a tax deferred plan. Before they they have that for education and save up for those 18 years until they go to college or whatever. They'll be set. And they'll they'll be much better off than a majority of young kids today. Exactly. In the coming future, it's going to be harder and harder. But um, moving on to our next lesson. Know where you want your money to go. Exactly. All right. So... A lot of millionaires have goals yeah. where they are expecting retirement or to save for their kids' education or they want a sure house, all right? So you got to know what you want your money to do for you. And then you got to save for it, invest for it, and then eventually you'll be able to do all those fancy things that you folks want to do. And another thing is... Where you want it to go can help you achieve these like long-term goals. And you know what? Along the way, create these short-term goals of saying, oh, I want to put this much away by the by I'm, I'm this old or something like that. And say, I, I plan to have this budget. It's it's all come, comes back to budgeting. Right? Or traveling. Traveling. traveling yeah. like if you want to travel next year or like you want to take a vacation every year, Yep. figure out how Work much that. you're going to need yep. and do some like investing and stuff so that you have enough money. Exactly to do these fancy things that you love to do <laughs> all right so you want this is like a really important lesson because you want to know what your goals are define them and figure out what you got to do on the daily weekly monthly annual 
periods. <laughs> For these periods, this is like the most important thing, I think. If you can do this, not just with your money, but with life, business, anything, you will be successful. All right? Another thing is, with these, like, t- with these goals, write them out. Exactly. Talk to a close friend. Talk to family. Because uh, the Have more you do that. to make to be accountable. Yeah, exactly. To make you be accountable. The more you do this stuff uh, is the more likely it's going to get done. Yeah. So if you have a a 10-year goal down the road, set up steps that you can do every week, every day, every month. Yes. And hold yourself accountable. And then that's what, like Chris was saying, have a family member or someone that you tell this stuff so they can hold you accountable to your goals. Exactly. And I mean, it can go both ways. You can hold them accountable to their goals and they hold you accountable for your goals. Yeah. You know, we're all just one big family trying to get goals done. That's all the, right. At the end of this, that's what it's about. Yeah, it's all about getting big and getting goals done. All right, gains. All right, all gains. Right. All right, so right now, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsor. Hey, everybody. We are back. And we are back with another lesson from this beautiful book. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Your time equals money. Whoa. All right. All all this time that you're going to need to make a budget, plan out your goals, will take a lot of time. Yeah. All will. right. It will. But non-millionaires don't want to do that. Stop being lazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you want to be a millionaire, you got to take some time. It's hard work. To budget and make your goals. You know? All right. And the thing is, if you're if you've been a vigilant bear views uh, listener, you know that this comes up a lot. You know, time is money. Exactly. We all have the same twenty four hours in a day. Use look it at, effectively. Look at Bill Gates. Look at all these billionaires. You know, they they only have twenty four hours in a day. And they're billionaires. They're billionaires. We don't even want to be up there yet. We're just <laughs> looking for the millionaire part. Exactly. You know? I mean, even one step at, at a time. Am I right? Everybody has twenty four hours. You just gotta make the most of it. Uh, and I mean, use your time effectively. Don't don't sit around on the couch watching TV for a few hours. Uh, use those hours to build a side business. Yeah, you know, a side hustle. Maybe. Side hustle, maybe. <laughs> maybe you are you're having a some coffee on Saturday, and you want to learn about some side hustles. So you turn on the Bear Reviews and you see Side Hustle Saturday, <laughs> and now you're inspired to go do a side hustle. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and so if, time is money. Yeah, I, and if you're listening to this right now and you're sitting on the couch watching TV. I want you to turn off the TV, go to a computer, and start hustling. Do it. Do it, baby. Do it. I mean, we live in such a, a time period where everyone, pretty much everyone, yeah, I'm not going to be uh, non-inclusive, but pretty much everyone has got either a phone or access to the internet in yeah. some way, and they can start hustling. And utilize it. I mean, what good is a smartphone if you're not using it to either... Uh, further yourself or like build a business you know everyone has these tools yeah so this is one thing that these millionaires say a lot is that they spend a lot of time planning their future yeah their financial future and planning out their goals and steps and that's the way if you plan them out and you break it down it's like take do a little bit every day yeah you're there all right exactly another thing they say is they have sufficient time to handle their investments properly. Mm-hmm. 
So that meaning they will take out a little chunk of their day to be able to focus on this investment stuff while other people are out, I don't know, watching Netflix for 10 hours a day. Exactly. I know you need to stop binge watching people. <laughs> um, I mean, another You're only thing allowed is, to binge listen to bear reviews. Yeah. Got a- that? Another thing is, even if you're working at like a 9 to 5, you still got like 7 to 12 to be working on the on these uh, hustles, you know? Yeah, get home, eat dinner for an hour. All right. I mean, just any any spare time you have, you shouldn't be wasting it on... I mean, unless you're consuming uh, bare reviews, you shouldn't be consuming these, like, distractions, really. Yeah, I mean, just allocate your time properly. Yeah. And put, put your assets and your financial well-being above all or most other activities. Yeah. All right? You don't have to be making the $700,000 a year become a millionaire honestly a lot of middle income people will become millionaires i mean you could be, you could be making like eighty thousand dollars a year if you if you use that money wisely and invest it allocate it in different places you will become financially independent and Just also a time even if you don't make that much money you're on the on the lower income side of things yeah just try and better yourself at least a little bit to to set up your uh, offspring and the rest of your family, yeah, for a better life after you're gone. I mean, even even you can further yourself if you invest in yourself and your education. You know, be a lifelong learner. You will end up getting more money for that. You It'll don't have off. to go to school. Exactly. You know, you can learn things other ways. Go to the library, read. Yeah, learn online. Go on YouTube. Just look up literally anything. Just don't waste your time. And try and better yourself and give yourself a little bit more money and time because remember time equals money exactly to just make things better down the road all right so this brings us to our next choice your choice of home all right will really be a a determinant of how you are able to accumulate wealth yep so this means that $700,000 a year doctor who's living paycheck to paycheck is living in a freaking ginormous house. Yeah, million dollar house. You know, expensive cars, all that stuff. You need to have a house that is not ginormous because that will hold you back. Exactly. So here's a statistic. 90% of millionaires live in homes valued below a million dollars that's actually insane so that means that these people who are making the the money to become a millionaire and saving and budgeting properly are living in cheaper homes because honestly if you have a home valued less than a million dollars it will free up so much more room for you to invest that money yeah that you wouldn't be spending on a house Exactly. Like that that investment into like a mutual fund or whatever will will make you a lot more money than over the thirty year period. Yeah. Than spending an extra five hundred thousand yeah. on a mortgage. Yeah, exactly. Which then you're paying a crap ton of interest on. I don't even know the numbers. I don't want to know. A second statistic is that twenty eight point three percent live in homes valued at three hundred thousand or less. Yeah. So there's I mean that's a, one of the big impacts I got from the book was 
pe- millionaires are everywhere. Yep. It's not just the quote unquote rich neighborhoods that are millionaires. Yeah. It's people, you know, just down the street. That's why, that, that's why the name. That are saving book. and budgeting. You know? Yeah. They're just right next door. <laughs> I mean, not literally next door. They could be. My, they could be, yeah. I don't know. I haven't talked to my neighbors. You, you haven't well, talked to them? Well, I've talked to them, but I, I didn't ask them how much money they got. Okay. So, that's one thing to keep in mind. Yeah, nice house is nice and all. But you're just spending so much more money than you have to. Alright? So, another thing is marriage. Marriage. Alright. <laughs> the majority of wealthy people are married and stay married to the same person. Except for Jeff Bezos. Now, <laughs> Jeff Bezos, don't sue us. I mean, he's not a millionaire, he he's a billionaire. He's a billionaire, yeah. <laughs> it that's doesn't right. count. Yeah. He's not even, shouldn't even be on here. So. Yeah, marriage isn't all about money. But if you're uh, getting divorced and married and remarried yeah. and all that fun stuff, you're just losing all your money. It's And it's also just it's a distraction from from that time you could be spending on a side hustle. Maybe your main hustle. It doesn't have to be a side hustle. And also, if you're married, you're usually making, like, as a, as a couple. As a household, yeah. A household. Your um, income is a bit higher. Yeah. And then, guess what that means? You can put more money in the savings exactly. and investments. And even when you're making this much money, live below your means. You know, there there's this uh, like $124 million yacht. It is absolutely ginormous. You know, it loses millions of dollars every single year because just like it's too much money. Exactly, you know. You know? I mean, leave leave that yacht for like Jeff Bill Bezos, Gates, yeah, you know, Bill Jeff Gates. Bezos, whatever they're doing. They can afford that stuff because they got billions. Yeah, they do. So, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of yachts, the vehicle that you own is um a really tricky expenditure. Yeah. Most millionaires own their cars. And they will drive those cars for years and years and years. Yep. Not just the five years till they pay it off and they're like, oh, I can get a new one. No. They're usually buying a a couple-year-old car and then they'll drive it twice or three times the amount. I know this one guy who buys a car for three, like a three-year-old car, and then will drive it for the next 20 years. Wow. Because these cars nowadays can get 300,000, 200,000 miles on them. No problem for the most part. Also, like another statistic is more than a third tend to buy used vehicles. So it's not these brand new, like, top-of-the-line vehicles even. Because what do you hear all the time? As soon as you drive off the lot, the car lost like a third of its value. Exactly. I mean, another funny thing is, like, what's the most popular car among millionaires? It's a Toyota, actually. Yeah, you you would think, like, a Mercedes-Benz. Yeah, luxury BMWs. Lamborghinis, Ferraris. Yeah, those are nice and all, but you're just you're acting rich. Yeah, you're those not are, actually being rich. That's yeah. a big distinction because a lot of a lot of people that aren't rich are flaunting that they'll have chains and stuff like that. But the really rich people, like look at Mark Zuckerberg, he's not flexing. Nah, well he just he, has he just has a shirt and pants. He doesn't have that drip 
No, he doesn't have that trip. No, he's just he's just a normal guy. I mean, he's not a normal guy, but he looks normal. I mean, maybe once you get that million bucks, then you can buy some drip. But don't buy a lot. It's cheap. Buy it on sale. <laughs> yeah. All right. So another lesson, and the last lesson I got from this book is the millionaires are so much happier than these people who are ridden with debt. Being financially independent makes you so much more happier. I mean, you might think, like, oh, that's obvious. Like, they have more money. That's not why they're happier. It's because they are financially secure. They don't have to worry about, you know, have in the back of their mind, yeah. oh, I gotta pay this bill and yeah. that bill. You know? Like, how am I gonna come up with this money? They already have this money coming in every month from their investments. They're, they are, they're, all their bills are paid for by their dividends or by whatever, by their mutual fund. It's, it's crazy. Exactly. So it gives you a peace of mind. And like just by having money in the bank, if anything happens, you know that you'll be fine. Just worry about like now what's actually going on. Yeah. And you'll be fine. Exactly. They enjoy the little things of life. Especially once you're, you can retire early or whatever. And you yeah. see all, all your, um, I don't know, old friends and stuff yeah. still working. You're like, ha, huh. beat you. I'm flexing out here. Flexing with my drip. Oh, no, they're While probably I'm not off flexing. From Monday to Friday. Yeah. And Saturday and the Sunday. Four-hour work week. They're working four hours. Nah, I'm just <laughs> but I mean, even when you get to that age, it might still be fun to run a side hustle or two. Yeah, you can just do whatever you want. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. Free up that time. You got it. Do as many side hustles as you want. I mean, we're making more. Making them by the dozen. So come check us out. Yeah, if you if you don't know a side hustle and like you can't think of one by yourself, just come on down the side hustle Saturday with us. Exactly. And you'll learn a, a, a thing or two, and maybe you can implement it if you want. If you don't know, now you know. All right. So now we're gonna do to read or not to read. To read or not to read. So I would definitely give this book a read. Me too flat out great book i loved it lots of stats in there yes and it really shows you and like changes your uh thinking and perspective on what a millionaire actually is yeah i mean literally a millionaire is someone who whose net worth is above a million but what a truly wealthy person is is somebody who is wise with their investments wise where they allocate their money they think about their future. Exactly. And they know exactly where all their money is coming from. You know, some people have Where's it no going idea. Out? Where's it going out? Exactly. And where they want it to go. Exactly. They have long-term goals. So maybe take take a week and come up with 10 goals that you want to have done in the next year. You know? And then maybe one of those goals is to make more long-term goals. You know? Just make, make them. Write them out. Make those friends. goals. Break them down step by step what you got to do. And then do, make a daily step for you to do. Exactly. And think about it every day. Yep. I mean, th- it doesn't have to be every day, but at least once a week, you got to be checking yourself. Make sure you're on track. It's, it's, you just got to be accountable. Um, be on top of yourself and saying, oh, I didn't get this done this week. What am I doing? So you have to get work just as hard next week. Get it done. Exactly. So, obviously, this book kind of wants you to live below your means. Yeah. If you can do that, great. But 
You also want to be comfortable. Yeah. All right. Not everyone wants to drive that 20-year-old car for 18 years. Yeah. 38-year-old car. That's just, I mean, it's possible. It is. I mean, cars nowadays are crazy. So. If you take care of it, it probably could last that long. Definitely could. But... (laughs) Ultimately, the more time you spend on your finances, the more time you'll you'll have down the road. Exactly. All right. And this is all about being happy in life. Mm-hmm. If you're financially free, I know I'm. I'd be uh, pretty darn happy. I I would also be pretty darn happy. You know, I I want all of you guys who are listening. You know, make find, a budget. Make a budget. Make goals. Um, find a passion outside of work that you can just work on for a few hours every week. Maybe set aside an hour a day. Yeah, it can just be something that you enjoy doing. Yeah. Maybe make bracelets and sell them online. You if that's what you're into. It could blow up. Not yeah. like actually blow up, but like you get a lot of uh, sales. It could blow up. It could. But not I like mean, literally. Or it could literally, but depends, well, depends yeah. what you're using to make the bracelets out of. Exactly. Just don't mix certain elements. So, go read this book. All right. Link will be in the description. Yes, it will. Go check us out on Instagram. On Instagram. If you don't like just listening to us and you want to see a picture of books, (laughs) go on to YouTube where we will be uh, posting all this fun stuff at Bear Reviews. Um, We're also on Twitter. Yeah. And I mean, another thing is head over to our Instagram and shoot us a message um, telling us any suggestions or whatever you want really and we'll we'll listen to them yeah we're most active on uh instagram so and you know any comments concerns if you guys go on to anchor you guys can actually send us voice messages and we can play them during the show for everyone to uh hear yeah so maybe maybe let's ask a question any questions you want yeah you know answered um just send us over a voice message we'd be happy to answer them on the podcast awesome Alrighty, and we will catch you next time Thanks for listening to Bear Reviews.